is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. The Meat Improv! Hello, welcome to The Meat Improv. Me, Josh Simpson, and... Me, Jake Jabor. This, of course, is the podcast where we bring the best improvisers in Los Angeles uh, onto the show. Uh, they tell meaty stories about their lives, and then we improvise scenes off of that. Uh, today, we have two very special guests. Guests? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jen Kruger and Will Hine. Hello. Hello. Greetings, <laughs> greetings audience. Uh, we're all distracted by Jake's cat. Yeah. Uh, She's so cute. Yeah. She's great. What, can I pick her up or will that be yeah. terrible? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I hope the approach has happened. Got a little nip. Oh. Oh. It's a loving nip. Yep. I never mastered the cat. I'm, I'm cool with cats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, I'm allergic to cats. But my between my junior and senior year of college, I came out here for an internship. And my roommates all lived in Syracuse for the summer. And they just went ahead and got a cat. <laughs> did they know you were allergic? Yeah. They, they didn't care? They, they were just like, <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty big insult, I think. That's like, you don't matter. Yeah. yeah. We either didn't remember or we did and did it anyway. That, I think it was the last one. <laughs> that, that's also that's not like we got one. a couch without asking you. <laughs> you know, it's like something yeah. you might not like. This is like, this is a problem for you on a daily basis. Yeah. This will, yeah. This will actively attack you. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't so bad because I lived in the attic, so I normally kept the cat out. Of it. Although the you cat lived e- in the attic, I did. <laughs> yeah, he gave the like a little elf room to the cat. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly like a little elf. Look, allergies like is one of those things that people like. If they don't have the allergy, they don't believe you have it. They're like, it doesn't bother me. You're lying. Get <laughs> yeah. over it. Like you have some. You're crazy. Like you're yeah. whining. Yeah. Like you did. Like everyone is a little bit scared of the dark. Uh-huh. So if somebody is very scared of the dark, you believe it. Yeah. But if you're not bothered at all by cats and someone's like, I break out into hives, it's like, well, no, no, you don't. I don't. So you don't. Yeah. Well, that's a thing that really yeah. endears people to me. I have a lot of weird food allergies. And so people who like remember or are sensitive to the food allergies that I have, I feel like, oh, you really care about me because you, you know, you're making sure that my food's okay. And I didn't have to remind you like... Uh, like my roommate is really good about it. He'll like just check ingredients before on a package uh, before offering to like make something for both of oh, us or whatever. That is good. Yeah, that is really good. Yeah. Um, what are your main ones? Yeah, um, corn. Uh, that's, that's a big one. And then and in I, all forms, like corn syrup and yeah. stuff. So corn is a weird one because uh, I'm allergic to when you're allergic to corn, you're allergic to something that's kind of like inside the kernel. So I can't eat a whole kernel. But okay. when you pop corn. Uh, a lot of it is released. So if corn is air popped into popcorn, I can eat it. But yeah. if it's popped in corn oil, that thing is present in the corn oil. Uh, <laughs> so then I can't eat it. Whoa. Uh, so it's very weird. Um, so there's that. And then I'm allergic to latex. And any food that has kind of a high content of natural rubber also will trigger the same thing that makes me allergic to latex. So like avocados, a lot of melons, coconut, pineapple, stuff like that. I never knew those foods had rubber. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I can, it makes sense. Pectin? It's like the, yeah, it's in the flesh of the fruit. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I would not have thought. Yeah. Makes me feel really uh, sad at Mexican places because I can't have corn tortillas or avocado. <laughs> so. How long has this oh, been? Oh, yeah. How long have you known? Or uh, is it like since you were a kid or did. Uh, I figured out the, uh, in my early 20s, I figured out the corn allergy. I think I developed it then because I. 
would eat, you know, corn on the cob and stuff as a kid and have no problem. Um, the latex allergy we've known about since I was uh, probably in like fifth grade and got braces because every time I'd go to the orthodontist, I'd get a rash on my face, and we finally were like, "Oh, it's his gloves. I'm allergic uh-huh. to latex." Oh. Um, also, very grateful to have figured that out before getting into you know being sexually active as an adult. <laughs> um, but uh, I didn't find out about the rubber foods until about a year ago. Uh, so I just sort of vaguely knew, like, oh, I don't feel good when I eat avocado or guacamole or melons or peaches or whatever. And then finally, I just happened to stumble on this list of foods that are cross-reactive with a latex allergy. I went, oh. Whoa. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, really weird. <laughs> I got, like, apples and carrots and stuff like that that have hard surfaces because of pollen gets on. Oh, I didn't know that. So never when I eat an apple, I'll get itchy lips. <laughs> Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> For real? Yeah. I'm also allergic to some weed. Like if it's grown outside, <laughs> just, so you just, you're super sensitive to pollen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think apples so. you could live without, but not weed, bro. <laughs> yeah, I did start smoking a lot less recently, but like sometimes I'll I'll smoke and then I'll be like just sneezing all over the place. I'm like, God damn it! Like, the whole batch is gonna get me. You need Plus, to know it's like certified though, right? hydroponic. I don't, I don't smoke pot, but I it mellows you out, right? Like, isn't that part of the appeal? Is it makes you feel chill and even? But then you're sneezing violently. During that. that goes against a pretty mellow vibe. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is not a mellow vibe. <laughs> wow. I think I have no allergies, but uh, I'm. I wonder if there's some food that if I stopped eating it, I would become super healthy. Like oh, maybe yeah. my, maybe my slight maybe my doughy body is an allergic reaction. <laughs> maybe I like grow a full head of hair if I stop. <laughs> oh my god, corn! You 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 have an allergy to corn that you go bald. <laughs> stop having it. Your hair like I just come in with like hugely flowing thick hair. God, if I ever grew my hair back, I would really I would lean into it big time. Yeah, it'd be I would just never cut it again and just whip it around. <laughs> We cut to a basement uh, of of some dank, danky, dank basement somehow. <laughs> All right, yeah, dude, take it, man. Yeah, sure. it's good. I just had some. Dude, what's up with that noise? Dude, what's up? What? dude I'm just really high. <laughs> Oh my god! Here, it's good stuff. You okay? Though. It's good. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm fine, dude. I'm just chilling out. Dude, I don't want to. Cool. I don't want to smoke this weed if it's gonna make me sound like a retarded goose. <laughs> dude, watch the R word. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, man. Sorry. Uh, no, it's fine. It's really good stuff. <laughs> you know, what? I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go ahead and <laughs> talk this. Oh my god! You say this is good stuff? It's very good. There's like yellow dust on it, kind of like it's. Okay. And those red hair, those, those yellow hairs. Yeah, okay, all right. That's, cool, what, the, cool, that's cool. what the guy told me. Right. Dude. <laughs> but, guys, this is 100% the weed doing this to you. I don't think so. I think. Uh, My throat's itchy, dude, but I'm also super chill. That's very good weed, I told you. Guys. Josh, there's a, there's a feather pull. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> Oh my god, that feather was growing out of your neck. No, oh that god. must be for my down pillow. I don't think so. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Guys, your heads are getting small. <laughs> your heads are getting real small. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Try the weed. Oh no. Very chill. Oh god. Oh god. No, no, no. I don't want to be a. I don't want to. Are you geese or ducks? <laughs> Guys. I'm just gonna. I'm just 
me have a beer, all right? You guys, if you can, keep enjoying the weed with those beaks that you have now. We cut to a police precinct in some state where they still care about weed. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Um, Everyone take these kazoos. We're going to... We gotta go and uh, we gotta infiltrate some pot users, and we need to disguise ourselves. So just whenever you need to sound like them, you just use these kazoos. Okay. Cool. Cool. Try, Th- this just, will work. I think this will work. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that blends right in. <laughs> yeah, that sounds okay. like a goose. All right. Okay. Let's get out and try to bust up some pot rings. Uh, cool. <laughs> Cut to a street corner. Smoke, 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 smoke. <laughs> Want some smoke, bro? Yes, I'd love some smoke. All right, all right. Cool, cool. <laughs> what's going on, bro? Bro, what's up? Why'd you just do that? You from a carnival? Huh? What's no. going on? Why are you from a carnival? Uh, I'm just high as heck. What? Come on, I'm high as heck already, but I'd like to buy some more. Do you have marijuana for sale? I Yeah, man, that's what I'm doing. Blowing that kazoo? Hmm? You're looking for some fun time? So you're blowing that kazoo? Oh, don't listen to that, dude. This dude's, this dude's bad news, dude. Hmm? I'll you, sell you pot, I'll sell you some ecstasy, I'll sell you molly, cocaine, but this dude's bad news. Hmm? What do you got? Some good times. Some good times? Some good times, you and me, some good times. Blew that good news. Open that good <laughs> 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 Yeah, man, he's a goose. Don't buy from him, man, he's a goose. No, he smoked too much weed, he's a goose now. Oh my god. He's a goose, plus he's real whimsical, he sells like wax lips and he sells like... He's got like he's got like stuff to grease down your mustache and make it all pointy. <laughs> Don't listen to him, man. Just, Just get some, some weird cocaine from me. I, I'm a high trafficker of cocaine. You can. I'm a high level trafficker of cocaine. Yeah, dude, I need some more coke. Uh, dude. <laughs> okay, hey, you you have too much, man. I feel bad selling to you. Come on, I got money. I mean, it's just it's all business, and you're a good customer of mine, so I Come don't mean on. to talk you out of it. But I feel a little responsible. No, you turned it into a dog, dude. <laughs> you turned it into a dog, dude. No, I'm not. I'm just I'm just you know I need some more coke. All right, I just I haven't had any. Like okay, all right, here's some. We cut back to the cop station. Uh, here's my gun. Here's my badge. Yeah, I'm uh, resigning too. I don't know Things what's going insane. on out there. Yeah, I don't, people are changing into animals. Like I think it's we should call the CDC. Yeah, this seems like a plague. Can we cut to CDC? <laughs> All right, everybody. Um, uh, we give up. Yeah. <laughs> we give up. I give up. I officially give up. I've, uh, I was in Brazil working on the Zika virus, and that was very difficult and mm-hmm. very depressing. I still felt that it was beatable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Ebola virus, I was in Africa working on that, and that was that was a tough time and a lot of fear. Barry, around, we know that we know you did a lot of good work. In I'm Africa. just have done a lot of all the time. cool stuff, and I want to remind you, West Nile. I was in New York City <laughs> Barry, for the West Nile that. virus, and. Kick the shit out of that. So okay, but the duck dog goose epidemic, I'm throwing, I'm throwing in the towel. What do you mean? I can't do it. People, there's an epidemic. Where have you been, Barry? Huh? You didn't hear about this? What? People what? smoke pot. They turn into ducks and or goose. Sometimes mm-hmm. and, and uh, people who do cocaine turn into dogs. You didn't hear about this? No, I, I had no idea. He is online. All Anybody day want long. some bread? Hmm. Oh. Bread. I brought some bread. Open that coat up. Open that coat up. Open that coat up. Okay. All right. The old weed goose. (laughs) What a trope. (laughs) What a trope of a scene. Well, I mean, you know, it's. I did Josh and Jake's podcast right away. We did a pot turns you into a duck. (laughs) It's the cautionary tale we all heard in high school. Yeah, it's the dare program. Yeah. (laughs) 
kind of does. They showed you footage of like drunk driving accidents to scare you, and then after they showed you a bunch of ducks. Like, you want to yeah. be this duck? Yeah. You guys want to turn into ducks? Look at that duck. You want to migrate once a year? You have to. <laughs> One of the first things that actually like made me like question whether I should smoke weed, like in college when I was smoking weed, but someone was like. This one kid, Mike Herman, who was a kind of a dick, was just like, he's like, you're gonna get pot tits, man. And I was like, what happens? <laughs> like, pot what? tits? If you get boobs. It's actually kind of true. Because <laughs> because you become so lazy, you just like snack more and you lay around more. That your lifestyle is conducive to just sort of your body growing are man they boobs. Different? Yeah. Are they different than man boobs? Is there something specific that? I think it's similar, but I also think it has something to do with like um, like testosterone levels and estrogen, that kind of thing. I could be um, wrong. I've uh, heard something similar too. Yeah. I feel like I'm not uh, sure if it's true or not, but I definitely this will not be good for an improv scene because I'm about to just talk about vagaries. But like, I've watched a lot of true crime stuff, like. Like when Serial, the podcast was on, and it was like, did this guy do it or not? And by the end of it, people were divided. Like there was no no clear-cut way to tell from the evidence they presented. Mm-hmm. Although I feel like you definitely did it. But yeah. <laughs> you couldn't say for sure. And then I watched this thing called The Staircase, which oh, was like yeah. a true crime documentary yeah. where like from episode to episode, you're changing what you feel, whether this guy murdered his wife or whether it was an accident. Yeah. There's times yeah. when it definitely looks like it was an accident. There's times where, oh, you're thinking, oh, he murdered her. Yeah. And by the end of it, I feel like you don't really know. I, I, you may have a gut feeling you feel very confident about, but you don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think the same thing was like how to make a murderer. Mm-hmm. Um, people felt very strongly about it, but I don't know if you could say for sure. The guy threw a cat in the fire. Uh, well, he definitely <laughs> oh wasn't, a good, wasn't a good dude. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I and uh, no, no, OJ Simpson. I know OJ <laughs> did it. I believe strongly OJ did it, but. I can understand how people, if you want to believe he's innocent, there's your, the mind is able to wrap evidence however you want to. So back to what you're saying, like people say, like, oh, estrogen, you know, pot does some weird things with like estrogen or testosterone. It's like I don't believe anything anymore yeah. because anybody <laughs> is able to bend science to their preconceived emotional gut reaction. Like yeah. if you believe that pot can mess with your body your brain will happily gather enough pseudoscience to like, not even pseudoscience, like just incomplete science yeah, mm-hmm. to like back up your opinions. And so I don't believe anything. <laughs> the man who didn't believe in anything. Like, just like, just like, okay, we cut to, uh, <laughs> can we just do that? Yeah. We cut to a um, lifeguard safety class. A bunch of people learning like lifeguard safety. All right, guys, so I want you to remember that, um, uh, don't you shouldn't eat like a heavy meal before you go swimming. Matter if it's a good rule of thumb, you should wait like an hour after eating. That's not a hard rule, you know. If you just have like a s- snack, it doesn't really matter. But if like a full heavy meal, and you head right. <laughs> Josh, is that a huh? turkey leg you just finished? And are you wearing two bibs? <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing two bibs. I didn't want to get it on either one of my pecs. <laughs> I mean, I admire, I admire how neat you are, but like. We just finished a whole session on not eating, not eating food before you go in the. You're gonna be a lifeguard and you get a stomach cramp. Somebody could die. Mm, I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, I feel like someone can die if I'm not feeling energized enough uh, when there's a drowning. I'll tell you what, I'm feeling full and ready to go right now. Also, you're like a pretty fit dude right now. I know you mm-hmm. work out a lot, but you just wolfed down six turkey legs, mm-hmm. two bags of bread. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got bags of bread. And I got two full bags of bread. Mm-hmm. Not loaves. Just, just bags bread. filled with loose... <laughs> I don't see why you're getting such a hard time, Will. I mean, we all got to be 
at the top of our game. And if Josh thinks he needs to be energized to be out there saving those kids, they're in that water, think they're in the shallow end, really they're in the deep end, I say do it, right? Jen, right, what bro? are you eating? What are you eating? I'm, I'm, not, I'm just a little Ben and Jerry's. And you're chomping it. Are yeah. you not chomping it? It has a hard core. You're it has biting, like a fudge you're core. You're bites of Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. Look, these are heavy foods. I'll be honest. I am a little skeptical sometimes of the old adage of wait an hour before you go in the water. But I, I think it can't hurt. I think it's like something one of those like can't hurt sort of common sense rules. And if you guys want to snack, hey, you know what? Have an apple. Have some apple slices. You know what I mean? Or maybe maybe have a... A granola bar, maybe, and like a, and hydrate a lot. Even some yogurt, I could see maybe doing. But like, I had all those things. Yeah. In addition to your pint of Ben and Jerry's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had those things. Then I had a hoagie, and now I'm having Ben and Jerry's. I got a 13 gallon bag full of apple pies. Let me see that. That's too many. That's too many. 13 gallons of apple pies. It's, re- it's just enough. Ooh. Look at. <laughs> Uh, Jake. Hey, Dale? <laughs> oh, is it Dale? I thought it was Jake. It's behind Jake. Dale. <laughs> what is going? Huh? What are you doing there, pal? I'm cleaning the pipes before we. I <laughs> what? Take lifeguard duty. You can't masturbate on the beach. Oh, I'm gonna sit in that chair with a uh, full, full, full tes- testes. <laughs> full testes. Yeah. You guys are crazy. No way. I got to be at the top of my game. I got to have heightened senses. You know what? I'm with Dale. <laughs> Josh. Oh, oh, God. Guys, guys, I'm all for the eating, but could How you do you that at home? How erect? <laughs> How did you just... You, that was like Wolverine's claws. Oh. And what is the noise you're making? Wait, how did you instantly get erect? I mean, I'm kind of impressed. <laughs> I've been fingering these pies. <laughs> and that's arousing to you? Oh. <laughs> Please you know what? I, 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 I want to clean these pipes. I was really excited that you guys let me be a lifeguard. I know typically you don't let women on this. We're this pretty sexist. Team. We're a pretty sexist organization. Uh, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my badge. You're leaving. You're gonna turn in your lifeguard badge. <laughs> yeah, How about I, your lifeguard gun. Don't turn that in. Keep I it. can keep it. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Every lifeguard has ever worked for me keeps their gun. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I, I can't I can't be around guys jerking off on the beach. I'm sorry. I, uh, well, the, you guys want my Ben and Jerry's? And I don't know why I'm defending them because I think you're right and they are wrong. <laughs> They're not on the beach yet. We're we're in the we're in the shack. You're right. I'll stay. We're <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, something's going on inside. Oh my god, guys, who's at the top of the game? Who's at the top of the game? We all are. Oh, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> Bone knocks over a few of those floaties. Uh, ah, ah, I got a cramp. Ah, I got a cramp in my leg. A jet vomits a whole projectile stream of Ben and Jerry's and it pushes the person underwater. <laughs> Dale comes out still spewing ejaculate, but somehow it solidifies and he rides up it like Iceman. Slides across it like the Silver Surfer. His his ejaculate instantly freezes in the brisk summer. I got you. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm I'm covered in vomit. Josh runs to Vons. (laughs) I'm talking Two realistic ones in a row. <laughs> yeah, we're nailing it. This is going to be pretty grounded. <laughs> yeah. It's our specialty. 
All right, let's get into the meat <laughs> part of the podcast. Uh, like, okay, you want meaty stories. You want meaty mm-hmm. stories. Uh, so, Jen, we'll start with you. Um, All right. Uh, so, when I was 12, I went on a student ambassador trip to Australia and New Zealand. And it was this program where they take 40 12- and 13-year-olds and send them with four adults um, on a three-week trip. And uh, it was really cool. I didn't know any of the other kids because it was sort of like from all over northern Illinois, you could get um, sort of recommended to this program, and then you had to go through an application process and all this stuff, and I was the only kid from my school that had been recommended or selected, <clears throat> so it was a bunch of strangers, but I was like, whatever, it doesn't matter, um, and I very quickly realized uh, 40 12 to 13 year olds to four adults is not a good ratio, no. um, <laughs> especially when you're away from your parents and you're in a foreign country. That's just not <laughs> enough supervision. Um, so I'm going to uh, sort of give you a couple of things that happened on the trip. Um, week one in New Zealand, they take us to this active volcanic crater. So what that means is it's a uh, it was at one point just like a solid mountaintop, but it had uh, had a volcanic eruption and became a crater. So there is a bottom to it, but it could still blow at any time. And you, the idea is you hike down into it and you can see where like smoke is coming up through the ground because it's so hot underneath there. And then you hike back out. Um, but we get to the top of the thing and they're giving us these instructions about how to hike down it because the sides, since it's a crater, are kind of more like loose rubble than they are uh-huh. like ground. Like paths. Yeah. So uh, they, they make this whole big deal about how you have to go like sink your heel in first to like plant yourself and then put the rest of your foot down. So we're starting to go down and I see this girl in my group, I think her name was Stacy, in front of me. And I see her go to put her heel down, and she just starts to slide. And then immediately, she the grade of this thing, she becomes like a human slinky. Just head, feet, head, feet, head, oh, feet, no. bouncing down this thing. And <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm watching someone die. Like I, It was the most crazy thing I've seen a human body do. And she just, the entire way down, just crashes Whoa. at the bottom of this crater. Oh. So the adults freak out. They run down. They get her this blood all over her face. Oh. She looks terrible. She's crying, of course course and they drag her back up the side of this thing and put her in a like a little golf cart take her down and medics look at her and stuff and uh we don't see her again until the end of the day and she's like burst all the blood vessels in one eye and she just had all these scratches down the side of her face but she was like i don't want to get sent home this is like (laughs) the coolest thing in the world (laughs) to be here so don't send me home i'm okay and the doctors say like yeah she doesn't need to go home she looks terrible but she's essentially fine (laughs) So they don't send her home. Uh, they have to call her parents. These are Australian doctors? Uh, this was in New Zealand. <sighs> okay, okay. So they're Kiwis. Um, uh, they, they have to call her parents and say, she fell, she got scraped up and everything, but she's fine. And so her parents say, okay, we're not going to force you to send her if she doesn't want to come home. So uh, she looks terrible for the entire trip. And then, like, the day before we're flying back home, just she wakes up and, like, her eyes fine. It's all finally healed. So her parents, until like a couple weeks after the trip, when she came back and all her photos were developed, no. didn't get how bad it had looked. Oh, uh, but we had like a reunion picnic a couple weeks afterwards, and she was like showing her photos at her, uh, and her, her parents. I remember <laughs> being like, "This, we hate these pictures. Yeah, <laughs> they look terrible." So that was week one. Uh, week two, we're in Australia, and they take us out to snorkel the Great Barrier Reef. Uh, so we get on this boat, and we go out uh, into the ocean and to kind of like a sandbar area so that the boat can anchor. And they tell us, uh, this is an area where great whites are, but there's like a shark fence, so don't worry about it. Um, what a shark fence 
from my perspective is is a, a chain mesh that's like thinner than chain mail and yeah. is like it looks like a chain link fence but made out of thin chain mesh so there's like big holes in it i don't know how that's supposed to deter a shark that wants you but <laughs> yeah. they assured us it was fine so we're snorkeling and they tell us to be really careful of the reef because its coral is very sharp, and uh, in that area, there's a lot of bacteria that lives on it that if you cut yourself on it, the bacteria can get into your body and it can kill you. Um, I'm not thinking that much about it. I'm snorkeling. I'm having a good time, seeing all these fish. It looks cool. Uh, and I have a disposable underwater camera, and I run out of shots, so I get out to get back on the boat and grab another one from my bag, and I'm rummaging in my bag, and I look down. There's a pool of blood around my foot. So I look and I realize I cut my foot open on the coral, like through the flipper I was wearing. Um, and 12-year-old me thinks, I might never be here again. Uh. Who cares? So I go find uh, the chaperone who I knew was the most lenient, um, the one man. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> what was his name? What was his name? Uh, Dan. Okay. Uh, I go find Dan, who I had become like kind of close with and in retrospect is probably like a weird relationship because um, we would like go on walks alone together and I didn't think that was weird but as an adult I'm like that's not right yeah, that's weird. Um, but I mean he never like did anything sure he was fine but, but just... as an adult teacher I would never go on a walk with a 12 year old <laughs> right yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but I went I found... would do it I would go out of my way to make it <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the cool teacher at all costs <laughs> uh, but I went and found Dan and said I cut my foot can you bandage it up for me so I can go back in and keep snorkeling and he goes sure so he like bandages my foot up I go I, I keep snorkeling uh, and everything's fine, no great whites or anything, but uh, the cut didn't heal. Like, oh. I I realized after I had been home for a month and it was still an open wound that I had to fess up to my parents about it. <laughs> and uh, they took me to the doctor, and the doctor was like, you just have to keep it really dry, and he gave me, like, a cream to put on it. I didn't even get stitches or anything, but uh, he was like, you really should have come in for this sooner. This is, this could have been bad, but it wasn't. Um, so that was week two that I, that happened. By the way, that is my least favorite part of scuba di- like snorkeling, yeah. scuba diving, everything is just like having to walk on the rocks on the way out. I've yeah. never looked less cool. <laughs> That's like a year ago in Hawaii. It was like, yeah, I hate it. I, I hate it. Sorry, continue. Uh, so week three, um, it's like the second to last day that we're there. We're in Sydney. We're staying at a very nice hotel, and we're going to be leaving the next morning at, like, 9 a.m., and um, we've been staying in a lot of places that are, like, uh, a little bungalow, or, like, while we were in New Zealand one night, we stayed on a marae, which is um, the kind of the the indigenous people there, the Maori. It's, like, where they live. It's sort of like a reservation, so we slept on, like, these really comfy mattresses on the floor, but it's not like a hotel. In Sydney, we're in this fancy hotel. Um or fancy to 12 and 13 year olds anyway. And there's a, um, in a lot of the rooms, there's sort of like a little kitchenette. Uh, so there's like a hot plate or a stove and a fridge. There's not a kitchen sink, but you have a bathroom, obviously. So there's a sink. This girl on my trip, for some reason, she decided she wanted to make hot chocolate. So she takes a pot that you could boil pasta in, she fills it with water, and she starts boiling it on the stove. Someone staying in the room with her is, decides they want to take a shower. So they go into the bathroom and lock the bathroom door and take a shower. It, Josh's face is very funny right now. It's not going where you think it is. Um, well, maybe kind of. She um, decides, she gets this pot of water to a boil, decides she doesn't want the hot chocolate anymore, but for some reason can't wait for the roommate to get out of the shower. She opens the window. We're on the seventh floor of this hotel, and she just dumps it out the window. Oh, my God. Hits a man. Oh, my God. Uh, who looks up, sees a 12-year-old girl like, <gasps> with the pot. So he sees what window it came from. 
he goes into the hotel and comes back out, points it out. They figure it out, of course, tell our chaperones who go and, you know, ream this girl out, obviously, but are in this weird position of like through the whole trip, the the thing like keeping you on good behavior was like, we will send you home if you do anything bad. And your parents are just going to have to pay for like the first flight that we can put you on. And they're going to be so, you know, this whole thing. But we're supposed to leave the next day at 9 a.m. This is like four in the afternoon. Uh-huh. So the chaperones are just in this position of like, is it worth it? Like, was it bad enough for us to now have to deal with getting this kid on a flight tonight when we have to drag all of them to the airport tomorrow so they didn't yeah, send her home? Uh, I assume they told their parents, but um, but I, I firmly believe that if there had been a, a better ratio of chaperones to children, that trip would have had far fewer instances like that on it. Whoa. It wasn't malicious, though. The, the no, she's just stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she just thought, I can't wait to dump this out and I can get rid of it out the window, I guess. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I think it's really easy to do. That, that, <laughs> yeah. that kind of space kid at move, it's like maybe at home you do dump stuff out your window because it goes right into the yard or something mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. your muscle memory is just that. Yeah. And you're, I don't know, jet lag. <laughs> also kind of probably feeling sort of bold being a kid on your own in a trip and trying Mm-hmm. Trying stuff out. That's that's not bad. You're just cooking a meal. It wasn't like she was <laughs> selling fake IDs. <laughs> yeah. I feel uh, bad for her. You did, should feel mad for the man who got hit with the boiling water. <laughs> did he get burned? Yeah, he got burned really bad. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. There was an, I remember there being <laughs> an ambulance day. there for him. <laughs> if, if, if I came home and had that, if anyone told me that story, like, guess what happened to me today? <laughs> yeah. Cut to <laughs> me uh, telling me, Josh, at, our, at the office we work at together. <clears throat> All right, you want to hear about my day, Josh? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you said you had a bad day yesterday. You said I, that like you had you ran out of gas and you had to like walk, to walk a quarter of a block. mile. Yeah, I had to walk all the way to the seventy six, get buy a can, uh-huh. put the gas in the can, and then I how had much to, was the can? The can was twelve dollars. I mean, it's like they know that uh-huh. anyone buying a gas can needs a gas can. So right, that yeah. three dollar piece of plastic is now. $12. Right. Also, it's by the freeway, so the gas is too, very expensive. Great. Then I have to fill up my tank after I get the gallon uh-huh. in it. Yeah. So it's How annoying. Sounds like an annoying day. It was We bad. see Will's face is just bleeding. <laughs> Let me tell you about my day. <laughs> okay. I was walking down Plain Street, the plainest street in town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know Plain Street. So I wanted just a nice, peaceful walk home. Now I walked by this hotel, which I didn't know at the time, but a bunch of... Americans are staying there. Mm. American kids. Yeah. Now, I'm not paying attention because I'm on Plain Street. Mm-hmm. So my guard is down because nothing ever happens on Plain Street. Sure. Little girl opens up her window, jumps out, and closes my skull in a waffle iron. <laughs> she clamps my – she grabs the back of my head and shoves my face into a waffle iron and then closes it. As if she's trying to make my face into a waffle. <laughs> wow. She closes it. Pretty far. Okay. My head was more pliable than I had ever known. And she smushed my face like I was a Bugs Bunny character into a waffle. Wow. Then so you were attacked by a little girl? Attacked by a little girl, yeah. And then the waffle iron was plugged in? or it was, She had an she extension had, cord. Had, oh, really? She had an extension cord. Wow. Okay. That's pretty bad. Then... I took a couple more steps, and there was an open manhole, which I avoided, because now I'm, I'm alert. I'm like, not going to walk in that open manhole. Mm. But I was distracted enough by the open manhole that I didn't notice that I walked into a grand piano. <laughs> the piano was just sitting the there? The piano was sitting there and open, and I walked into it, and it closed, Slamming. and I got mailed 
to Greece. <laughs> Yesterday? Yes. Yesterday I got mailed overnight to Greece. And my face, I needed medical attention. Yeah. But I'm stuck inside of a grand piano. Wow. And I'm trying to pluck the strings <laughs> to get like someone to notice. No one notices. Yeah. People, people were inventing all kinds of reasons of why the grand piano was playing. Must be a player piano, they said. <laughs> they did. Oh, I heard people saying that. I, feel like I couldn't did. talk as my lips were smooshed into a waffle shape. I believe it. Well, I can I can sympathize with you, pal. Uh, what are you talking about? When I got home last night, um, my wife uh, said, "I know I said we were having spaghetti tonight, but guess what? We're having tacos and your grill and the meat." And I was like, "After this day, <laughs> I have to." <laughs> Now I have to serve my family. I don't get much time off. You know me. I, don't, I work a lot. When I got to Greece, I escaped from the grand piano and was kidnapped <laughs> by a tribe that has not realized that Western civilization has advanced and still thinks that they have to live by the ancient rules of Sparta. Okay. And I was inducted into the captain's guard where they make you eat porcupines who are alive. So I had to open okay. up my waffle face and eat. It's still alive and angry, confused porcupine. Sounds a little exotic because we just got one of those taco kits from Ortega. I'm listen. That just I mean it sounds bad. It's bad. It's bad, but it sounds it's like bad. you had an experience. Josh, will? Yeah. Uh, business is slow today. Josh, you said you had a bad day yesterday, so I, I did. figured I'd send you home early. Hey, what? Uh, Will, there's a chimp in the air fence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to the air fence. We I'm cut not- to the air vents. <laughs> God damn it. Come here, you chimp. Come here. <laughs> the chimp has a waffle iron. <laughs> no, no, how did you get that? Oh! Oh! He scurries out of the vent. Oh, God. <laughs> it falls into a guitar case. <laughs> no. It gets, Why? It gets let me out! Pluck, pluck, Let me out! Oh, it must be one of those player guitars. Let me out! Fucking stoners. All right, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the safari. Uh, listen, nice. a couple of safety precautions, procedures, because these are wild animals out here. All right, right? Uh, and this is Africa, so uh, you know you got to be prepared. Uh, we are going now to see the lions, and I just want you to know uh, when they get too close. Um, what, we're, what I'm going to do is I'm going to clap at them, uh, like in the Parent Trap. What's that? Like in the Parent Trap? I w- I don't, I'm not Are you talking about the movie The Parent the, the Trap? Parent Are trap? you making a reference to the movie The Parent Trap? The Haley trap? Mills film The Parent Trap? Um, you know, I've seen a poster for it. A good friend of mine collects vintage posters. I've never actually sat down. Oh, and that in the one. Parent Trap, they keep bobcats from getting them while they're camping by knocking two sticks together. So I thought it sounded kind of like that. Well, yeah, okay. Have you ever seen it? No, I haven't. It's seen very it. good. Great movie. Great movie. It's really good. I'll not check it out. the remake is not good, but the original is very good. Okay. Kelly Mills plays twins. Yeah. Oh, one, but it's just one actress. Yes. Cool. I but like she's when playing they... two characters. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, great. I'll check it out. Uh, I have Amazon great. Prime. I'm sure I can figure figure out a way to watch that. <laughs> but yeah, if they come Prime. at you, we're gonna just clap at the lions. Uh, okay. If it gets bad, I will ask you to clap with me. The worst thing you could do is panic, uh, or reach for any kind of weapon. Uh, we don't have any, so 
don't. I hope you didn't bring weapons. Is what I'm saying. Uh, but let's clap continue. At them. What's okay, that? Clap at them. Yeah, we'll just go a nice <laughs> yow, and then they'll. Uh, oh. I'll do the yow. Okay. Uh, but that tells the lion it's out of its depth. Get away. Okay. Um, cool. And if that fails, uh, we do have a uh, small. Uh, you know, here, everyone take one of these. Mm-hmm. These are like the foam. The same, they're made by the same company that does the foam fingers for, uh, for mm. sports games. Yeah, the big number one fingers. Yeah, so yeah. These, we got a whole hand. So oh, yeah. if you say it on the front of it, it says, stop. Okay. Does it stop a lion? Yeah, they'll stop the lion. But it has an English word, stop? <laughs> yes, it says, stop. What if the lion can't read or can't read English? Hmm. They can. Oh. They get the idea. Okay. You know, and the they parent, can't read what have you said? Oh, in the parent trap, one of the girls, she grew up in England, and the other one grew up in America, and they had to learn each other's customs. Have these lions learned American customs? Like stop, like the hand signal for stop or the word stop in English? They seem to get it. Uh, we did have a lion's manners class, uh, one of the guys taught uh, oh. Ed, and uh, Ed was m- murdered. Uh, he's mauled. Wow. Uh, oh. It seemed it's rough. Maybe he didn't clap loud enough. I don't think he did. Maybe if you put it on the other hand, it looks like you're kind of waving the line. Don't do that. <laughs> don't put your hand down. Stop it. <laughs> don't, no, quit doing that. <laughs> hey, what do you mean? <laughs> you know that. Don't clap. Don't clap those together. That means even in a day. Would you stop it? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, Your left arm is just gone. You did get it. Ah. Oh, now I can't clap. You've ruined my livelihood. You uh, oh, no. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to hit my chest. Hit what do they do with the parent trap? Help me out. Oh, and, well, oh, oh, I just remembered in the parent trap. She, she was lying. It's, it's the horrible woman that her father was going to marry, and she made it up as a lie. I just remembered it was all fake. Uh, <laughs> put your hand down, you maniac. I'm trying to wave it away. <laughs> no, that's a, that's, you, that's a come hither gesture. What are you doing? He's hot. I'm trying to fan More him. lions are coming down the hill. Like a whole pride of lions is racing down the hill. Oh, there's more lions to our guide. What do we do? <laughs> Stop. Get those things off your hands. You are making everything worse. Here, there's meat in this cooler. There's meat in this cooler. We're going to throw the meat. We're going to throw the meat on the other what? side. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. I threw the meat. Don't swat the meat. <laughs> what are you doing? What? I thought I am deflecting it. Oh. No, I'm throwing it away from us. To oh, got it. The oh. got it. Oh, you're covered in meat juice now. I'll you're just spike covered. It away. Oh. oh, you just have a stink on your face. Oh, no. Your other arm. Your other arm is gone. Okay, someone needs to drive the Jeep, Bruce. Meet me. Meet me. Oh, no. Oh, no. Here come the fucking roadrunners. What do I do? What do I do? Hit the gas. Get us out of here. Oh, that looks like a tunnel painted on the side of that. Or, Shouldn't have messed with the roadrunners. Agent James Bond, step forward. 
Yes. Nelson, we're going to get out of the submarine, and I need you to charge the beach. And on the beach is uh, several agents of Spectre. Right. They don't know you're coming, so you should have the element of surprise. Excellent. But I need you to charge as quickly as possible from the water where we are. We're going to let you out. Just swim forward, and then the water will get shallow, and run onto the beach through the shallow water as fast as you can. I, um, <clears throat> sir, I, I'm, I will do anything for my country. You know that. But of course, that's I, why you're um, a double agent. We have license to kill, James. The beaches here are very rocky. I don't know if you're aware. Uh, I hadn't thought about it. I guess that makes sense with some rocks. Just run over I, the rocks. I can't. I can't do that. I'm going to cut up my feet, and then I'll, I'll be no James, use. What? This morning, you did a triple somersault from a one moving airplane onto another moving That's airplane. Right. Airplanes are a smooth surface. punching out a foreign agent. Yes. It's I don't a- see why you should be that worried about running across some rocks. Well, if I cut up the bottoms of my feet, I'm useless. How am I going to... James, it is I, the queen. Oh, my- I am here on the submarine. <laughs> I order you, on behalf of England, to run onto the beach. <sighs> Mum, you know I would do anything for you. Anything. Anything for the crown. I appreciate you calling me mum. <laughs> I love it. I know I do. That's, I'm not Mum, that's, that's a, that's a stand up. All right. I know it's normal. It's just weird for you to point it out. I just love it. <laughs> <laughs> I try to give positive validation with people. All right. We cut to two uh, Russians looking <laughs> at just the periscope. And James Bond is swimming. Here he comes. Oh, look at him. So stealthy. We must be very careful. He is a top secret agile agent. I once saw him land off a helicopter on the top of the Kremlin. He did a jump kick, fell five stories, landed off a fruit cart, and pile drive one of my agents uh, ow. to death. Ow! Here oh. he comes. Oh. Ow! 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 Oh, ah. He doesn't look so graceful. Oh. <laughs> Don't fall for it. Oh. Ah. Ah. Anything oh. could happen. Ah! ah. Uh, is he not wearing tevas? I don't think so. No, uh, no, maybe he's got the water socks on. Or uh, agents of Spectre. <coughs> I'll shot fire a warning shot just to see. I don't think this is really him. He looks stupid. I, I know you're here. He's speaking right into a walkie talkie. <laughs> I, I will. Uh, this is the lowest day of my career. Doesn't he normally have gadgets and little things to use? He's I don't. I'm going to throw like this child. beer bottle at him because I think maybe he's pranking fraternity boy. Okay, let's try. So I hurl a beer bottle at him to tell him to screw off. <laughs> oh, no, it's him! God, throw it in my eye! Agent Suspector, please! I don't want to have to attack you, please! I, I need your help! I know this is unconventional, but my feet have been cut to ribbons by your rocky shores! James, it's I, the queen! Oh, mom! Mom, oh, please stay it, back! No, Mom! Oh, no! No! To, oh, no, Mom, sure please! Oh, no! Make sure you, oh, oh, let me get over your feet! Your ah. Walk on my back, Mom! Oh, ah, ah, ah. I'm heavy. I'm heavier than I look. <laughs> Is that the queen riding James Bond around? Mom, like I, a child rides an elephant? I think he called her mom. <laughs> I will mom? get you to show I'm heavy. I'm carrying all of the crown jewels. <laughs> mom, really, you should have left us in the Tower and of London. the scepter and the crown. Okay, we can definitely hit him with the bottle now. <laughs> <laughs> he threw back two bottles. <laughs> All right. Uh, 
I'm gonna climb down this rock and I'm gonna go see him myself. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, oh. Do you go front or back? I will scoot with my butt. <laughs> um, Don't. That looks. Ah, ah, oh, raspberries. Ah, that plane ah, feels ah, oh, 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 my God. Ah, oh, hey. Uh, can you give me a hand here? Uh, okay. Uh, so what? Uh, just a reach. Slow down, down James. I'm tired. <laughs> the Queen orders you to go more slowly. Mum, mum. The inspector agents are coming out. They're cutting themselves up on the rocks. Now is the time to strike. The playing field has become level. Okay. <laughs> Careful. I saw the Beatles perform. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mum, I know you did. You've told me many times. Very fun. Yes. John Lennon said, people in the poorer seats, clap your hands, <laughs> and the rich people could just rattle your jewelry. <laughs> and I said, that's a good joke. Mum, was, wasn't, didn't he say that on Ed Sullivan? Nope. <laughs> Royal Albert Hall. Oh, all right. Careful, you don't want to get your foot cut. You'll, I think, ow. You'll go head over heels. Oh, there's... Spiders over here. <laughs> Ooh, oh, no, I'm not having any of that. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't mess with spiders. Uh, but now I'm stuck. <laughs> A helicopter flies by. There's an agent suspended on one of those gurneys. I, I, I! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's up my balls! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another helicopter comes with another agent spinning on a, on a rope, and he's got a velvet cape. And he tries to rub it with his hands. He's like, "Oh, wrong way! Oh, the velvet's ooh, it's irritating this way. I rubbed it the wrong way. Oh, I hate it! I hate it! Ooh. We cut to the see uh, whatever the double O headquarters is. Mi five. Mi five. Uh, there's people watching on monitors. Well, this is a draw. <laughs> so, um, so, um, what do we got? Yeah, a 005, just... 006, 007, they're all out of commission now. What do we mm. guys want to send cool. in? Just call, call it a draw? Just like, so we call this one a draw? Just get back tell Russia to draw and just start over, I guess? I guess we could start over. I'll tell you one thing. I'm sick of looking at these monitors. My yeah, eyes are, my yeah. eyes are smarting. <laughs> it's too much. I'm a dry. You gotta get those glasses that have the tint to them. Although I, I do have those in the, the frame. HD glasses. Yeah, but the frames they pinch my temples. Ooh. You know, and so I get a headache anyway. But I, I feel like it's better than eye strain. When I touch the screen like this, I get a slight static. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> stop doing that, oh, oh, wild man. Oh, Let me try with my face. Oh. <laughs> ooh, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> what are you, what are you doing? doing, Dale? <laughs> Dale, <laughs> Dale, stop that! <laughs> Miss, um, I'm sorry, Angela. I'm so sorry mm. to hear about your injuries. That was such a nasty fall. Yeah. And luckily, the doctors say it's it's not actually serious. Thank God. Oh, good. So, um, we're all just thankful for that. How, how are you feeling today? Are you, is you know, um, shaking up. I I'm, guess. Yeah, I'm really, yeah. I'm really sh- like. I feel like every time I put my foot down, like, of course, the ground's just gonna well, slide out from under me. You know, me. skip today's activities for obviously to stay back at the hotel and. We'll oh see no, how you no, feel no, no 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 no! I gotta go. <laughs> That's it. We're the exact uh, 180 degree around the world from where I live. When am I yeah. ever gonna be here again? Well, today we're going to this ancient temple, and there's a lot of stairs that are being climbed. Oh. It's actually very. Unstable places to walk, so I, I oh. kind of think you should sit this one out. It's, but it's an ancient temple. It's very ancient. It's the oldest oh. temple in New Zealand. It's over a oh, hundred years old. I gotta see it. I gotta see that. I gotta go. You guys can carry me up the temple. What? Well, I can't. No. Yeah. No, no, no I can't yeah. carry. I, You're Angela, strong. 
I am, but Angela, you're uh, no, I can't do it. Um, what were you gonna say? I'm nothing. What? Doesn't matter. What? Doesn't matter. I'm very weak. I'm not strong. When I said I was strong, I was lying. I'm. You seem like a strapping man. Mm-mm. No, I have hollow bones. Look, Brad. I. Angela, don't I'm call not, me Brad. I... Call me <laughs> Mr. Badger. That's my name. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Badger. Angela, I'm, Brad I, I'm sorry. Badger. I just on our you last walk, you said Badger. you you said that you said that funny story about how when you were my age, everybody called you Bad Brad, and I thought that was yeah. like an invitation to call you by your first name. I'm we sorry. hang out too much. I've come to realize. What? Um, no. Please, Mr. Badger, please. My my parents don't have a lot of money, and, and I Angela, doubt I'm even going to be able to go to college, so I'm not going to be able to have a high-paying job. I'm never going to be in New Zealand Angela, again. Angela, we're, go- we're going on a very – after the temple, we're going on to the high-wire temple where we all have to walk on high wires, <gasps> and you can't go because people are going to fall. Oh, carry me on your back. <laughs> I can't carry – I'm not going to carry you on my back. Yeah. I'm, look, I'm, I can hold on tight like a, like a little monkey. Mr. Badger, where have you been? Sorry, Ms. Jagish. <laughs> You, we are the only two adults here. I, this is hell. I'm with 39 youngsters. Are you quit going on these walks, by the way. I just, I was talking to Angela about her accident yesterday, but her, making sure I was telling her that she probably shouldn't go with us today. That she should stay back at the hotel and maybe recuperate for one day. Brad's being silly, isn't he, Mrs. J? Mr. Badger. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Brad, you know if uh, if Angela stays back, one of us has to stay back. That means the other one has to stay with 38 oh! kids on the trip. So well, maybe you should just carry her. Have you thought of that? Yeah, I, Eileen, I can't carry her. She's too big for me to carry. Eileen, she's too big for you me. You said you did CrossFit. You yeah, were bragging about it. I was trip. trying to show off for you. I haven't been going as much the last month, and I can't carry her. Look, if I get to hang out with Brad, I don't care. I'm fine either way. I mean, the view no, here is great. No, Angela, we, uh, Eileen and I, I'm sorry, Ms. Jagish and I, sorry, Eileen, uh, Ms. Jagish and I have been talking about it. And it's not so appropriate for teachers to be hanging out with students one-on-one. I mean, everything's fine, but just like, it's a little bit more appropriate that we all hang out in groups, I think. So, okay, think so, so, so you'll carry me up the temple and on the highway. Okay, <laughs> okay, I'll carry you. <laughs> great. We got to the temple. Oh! <laughs> Mr. Badger, I need to pee. (laughs) (laughs) Just do it. (laughs) Just do it here. Mr. Badger, Uh, isn't this the most beautiful thing you've ever seen? Yes. Uh, Excuse me, you can't pee on the temple. (laughs) Uh, Get control of your kids. They're fine. (laughs) Ow. Mr. Badger, I'm hungry. Mr. Badger, uh, what about a selfie? Yes, you can take a selfie. You don't have to ask. You don't have to ask Greg before you take a selfie. Just take a selfie, Greg. Okay. Stop asking me about everything. <laughs> Mr. Okay. Badger, Sarah and Kevin went off on their own. Oh God, which way? Up the temple, like up to the very top. <laughs> Jerks. <laughs> Jerks. Mr. Badger, if Angela gets to get carried, I want to get carried too. No, Gwen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is fun. This Mr. Is Badger, fun. Greg took a selfie by himself and fell into the volcano. Oh, that <laughs> he kept trying to back up. <laughs> well, Mr. that's ba- not the selfie. He's got to just look where it belongs. <laughs> Why did he walk around a volcano? Oh my god. Mr. Badger, Miss Jagish went after her, went after Devin and he and she fell in the volcano too. Eileen fell in the volcano. <laughs> We're not supposed to call her Eileen. We're supposed to Ms. call her Miss Jagish. Miss Jagish fell in the volcano. Yeah. Oh my god. Get Gwen, get off me. Angela, get off me. <laughs> no, I no. Oh, They both fell in the volcano. <laughs> so 
You want to tell me what happened, Brad? Yeah. Yeah. Glenn, I do. <laughs> I fell in love with a 12-year-old girl. Thanks for sharing, Jen. Uh, yeah, that wow. was very interesting. Uh, yeah, sounds like a good time. Did yeah. they do that every year? Yeah, they and they do different trips. So there's like the South Pacific trip, there's a Europe trip, there's like a UK, Scotland, uh, Ireland type trip. Um, I think there used to be an Asia trip, but they stopped doing mm. it for some reason. I don't know. I only did the South Pacific one. A friend of mine, or a friend that I made on that trip, um, he did the Europe one the year after me, and he said it was just as much of a shit show. <laughs> uh, although less dangerous, because I guess there's not as many like things to fall into and yeah. off of in Europe as there are. So outdoors. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot more museums. Well, cool. Uh, great. Let's get on to the next neaty story. <laughs> uh, Will, what would you like to talk about? All right. I'll tell a story where I publicly, I, I would say humiliated. Maybe that's too strong a word. When I moved to L.A., I had a, basically a nervous breakdown and decided that I couldn't take my cats with me, and I tried to give them away on the internet, and I, even, I tried to throw them out of my apartment. I tried to just get rid of my cats. <laughs> I remember this. Um, <laughs> and I really lost my mind. Like, I don't know why it was such a big deal. It's one of those things where later when I calmed down, I wasn't scared. I'm like, what was I worried about? But I was in the, throes, in the middle of it, like, super freaked out. See, okay, I had two cats. I had adopted them as feral animals, and they were like five months old. Like they were strays out in the outside mm-hmm. in Queens. So and you, I, you found them. Uh, a friend of mine found them, and they were trying to find homes for all these. So a, a cat had given birth to kittens, and they were kind of tracking them all summer. And winter was coming. And it's like these kittens are going to die. Uh-huh. So they tried to find homes for them, and I took two of them. But they were five months feral at this point. So like cats that have been feral that long are pretty feral. They're like not used to being inside. They're they were New York cats, so they knew what humans were, but they're not being pet by humans, not being mm-hmm. fed by humans. So I took these two cats, and they were insane. They were just insane animals. <laughs> I took them into my apartment. <laughs> uh, five months, are, their kittens are still pretty young at five months, but like they're tiny and stuff like that. But if I touched them, they would just shriek like crazy and just like scratch. They thought they were going to be murdered. <laughs> and I had just never – I grew up with cats, actually, but I'd never had cats that didn't like people, so I didn't know how to handle it. So I just like – let them do what they wanted for 10 years uh, in my apartment. I mean, I fed them every day. I got them shots, and we had them spayed or fixed. Or they were two girls. I forget what the right verb is. Whatever. So you rip out their genitals, whatever that process is. <laughs> spayed. I think it's yes. spayed, right? I think spayed, spayed is spayed. neutered for the boys. Yeah. yeah. I think. Spayed is girls? girls? Yeah. Okay, I had them spayed. And um, they, they, it took them a while, but like, I mean, a while, like two years, they became comfortable around me and they would sort of like sleep in my bed, but they still never would really snuggle up to me. They would never like lap cats, but they liked being pet by me and they got, but they never liked anybody else. They still really don't like anybody else. Or one of them has passed away, but um, I killed them. I shot her in the head. No, she <laughs> she died. Uh, but they were really hard to handle. I had trouble like picking them up or anytime bringing, bringing them to the vet was like a crazy wrestling them and they would fight me like crazy. I never picked them up. Uh, and so 10 years go by, 11 years go by. And then I decide I'm going to move to L.A. And I just don't know how I'm going to deal with it. I'm like really looking back, I was just scared to move. Like just like after having been in New York for like 15 years, going across the country just was terrifying in some deep primal way. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that. 
I was just like, these, it's these cats. These, I don't know how I'm going to handle with these cats. How am I going to get them into a carrier and put them on a plane? And how am I going to – and I don't have an apartment, so I'll have to like stay with friends with like two completely wild mm-hmm. animals. <laughs> um, what am I going to do? I can't deal with this. And so I, I started to practice catching them and putting them in carriers so I could get them on a plane. So I would hunt them throughout my apartment. But they were instantly on to me. And they loved it. They loved playing this game, running for me. And they were just insanely good at running. They would hide like – one of them scurried behind like my oven. Like jumped up the oven and scurried down the back and into the little drawer of oh my God. pots and pans. And I didn't know where she was for like a day until I opened up the thing and, was, and there she was and she jumped out. And if I ever grabbed them, they would give a deep gash on my arm. And they liked me. Um, a couple nights of that. And I was like, I can't do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I can't take them. I'm, and I was mad. I, I, sw- I switched into a mode where I was like very resentful of the world for putting me in this place. And like, why isn't there someone to take care of me? I think it's some kind of like deep abandonment issues came out where I was like, somebody, my parents should do this. I mean, I wasn't thinking that consciously, but yeah, I was like, yeah. some sort of parent figure should be solving this, even though I was 42. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I was like, I'm giving them away. Fuck these cats. Like, I have taken care of them for 12 years. And they still don't like me. I got, like, very, like a baby. Like, I became very <laughs> angry. Went on Facebook and just freaked out. I was like, somebody get rid of Somebody take care of these cats. I opened the door to my apartment and just, like, tried to push them out the door. I was like, just go away. Go back outside where you are from. Go back to the... I mean, I had kept them indoors for 12 years, so they... And they would, like, kind of walk a couple steps out the door and then just come, like, walking back in. <laughs> Um, like we want to play that game again. Yeah, <laughs> I think I left my door open all night once, hoping they would just wander out and go outside. Like I lost my mind. I had never been mean to these cats before. Yeah, but I went crazy. Um, so I remember there was a. Go ahead. So I tried hard. I made a big social media push to get rid of these cats. Someone's got to take them. I said, yeah. no. You can't get rid of adult cats. You can maybe get kittens adopted. Uh-huh. No one's going to take a 12-year-old animal. <laughs> uh, but I tried. Like I, ca- I looked for places that take cats. I found like shelters. Some friends of mine who were very animal crazy were willing to maybe foster them. I called like my dad and tried to get him to take them. He's like, no way I'm taking your crazy cat. <laughs> um, and it was... Uh, I guess I don't have an end of the story, except that I just realized I couldn't get rid of them and I had to do it. So, did you, you drove out? No, I flew out. You flew? Oh, that's right, you said. I just uh, kept, uh, I, just, I just basically had to get meaner with them that I had just, and it's the thing that normal cat owners are very familiar with. You just have to be tough about it. They hate it, but you're a human and you're stronger and you just force them into a container. Yeah. But, and I just had to endure the deep scratches <laughs> and bites. Wow. But I, a vet gave me a good tip, which was if you cover their eyes, they stop fighting for like two seconds because they're confused. Uh, okay. So if I, if I sneak up behind them and just like cover their eyes for a moment, because they're used to being pets, so my hand near their head doesn't set off a thing. Like a hand on their belly, they're fighting. Yeah. yeah. Right? Anyway, so I cover their eyes and then I could just like get them into a carrier. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I just started doing that like twice a day. <laughs> putting them in a carrier. Then I got them to the vets, which I hadn't brought them to the vets in 10 years. Oh, man. <laughs> and uh, they got like an... Because you, you have to get a certificate to take cats on a plane. Yep. And then, yeah. then I And you can only fly one cat per person if their cat's in the cabin with you. So I bought my brother a plane ticket. 
and he just to just to have a cat with him. So he and I went out, one cat each, and flew to L.A. and I wow. moved. Oh, another thing that happened was I flew out here first, and to look for an apartment, thinking if I could get. It. Oh, this is the boring part. But Greg Tugalescu, a friend of ours, improviser who I'd known from New York, said, "I have a room in my house, and you can put, you can bring your cats. You can bring your cats and just keep them in that room until you find a place." Cool. So then I was like, "Oh, I've got a place I can just put them immediately." Uh-huh. Yeah, doesn't that's have, helpful. So then I was like, "Oh, I can do it," and so I did it. Cool. But I had a huge public freakout on social media about my cats, which to this day, many people, especially everybody in New York City, asks me about my cats in a mocking way. <laughs> One guy auditioned for Mod Night in New York, imita- as it, imitating me, asking people to take my cats away from me. <laughs> Did he and, then, and then uh, he got on the team as a writer. <laughs> he imitated me and then every single person in the UCB community telling them, no, I, wouldn't, I won't take your cats. <laughs> Didn't they also, for a round of Herald auditions, they were giving suggestions that were all based on different improvisers and then like had the group guess right, what they it was a bunch and of... one of them was you and was like messenger bag was one of the words? That's right, yeah. Yeah, they would give a bunch of suggestions, and at the end of it, it'd be like, who, who, were, who was the inspiration for all those suggestions? <laughs> so if it was like public access, Morrissey, something, it would be Chris Gethard. New, New York people. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, one of mine was like, hates his cats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's the cat that's re- that remains? They both made out to LA fine. Uh, one of them did die. <laughs> this is a sad story, but I guess I'll just tell it. So for a year later... The, once we moved, they were fine, and I was glad that I kept them, and I was happy. Yeah. Uh, they were happier in L.A. because the apartment was like twice as big as my tiny New York apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, yeah, and then a year later, one of them had a heart attack and died in my arms. Oh, oh my God. Like, just the middle of the night, she was just like, I thought she was choking, like, on a hairball, which cats will do. Yeah. yeah. My cats will do. And that sounds pretty gross, and that you can kind of hear them, like, gulping it up. Uh-huh. Jake, you have a cat, so does yes. your cat ever do hairballs? Yeah, yeah. You hear that kind of like, ooh, 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 yeah, they're, yeah. like, forcing it up. But this got, like, more loud and more sad and, like, kind of moaning, and her heart just seized up, and she stopped breathing. She died. Oh, like, wow. in my, I thought she was choking. I was, like, doing, I was trying to do, like, a Heimlich on her and reached on her throat to, like, see if there was something that she had just swallowed something maybe right in her throat. But, and then she just died. Wow. And the other cat witnessed it, witnessed the death, and they had been sisters, so they had been yeah. around to get it together. And I do, be- I, I don't believe in ghosts, except that the other cat wouldn't walk where that happened for like months. Really? Yeah, I think she's like, something happened. I'm not whatever happened to the my sister there. I'm not going near there. Whoa. Huh. Um. So, yeah, she died, and then I got the they uh, the vet. Uh, Village Vet and Silver Lake, who were super nice and sympathetic, did uh, an autopsy. That's actually a term for a human body. There's another term for an animal. Okay. I think it's necropsy. Oh. Uh, there's, I'm, that might, not, might not. Auto is human, like yeah, autobiography. Self, yeah, yeah. So it's not autopsy, but she did one in a, she just had an enlarged heart. Wow. It's heart condition. Yeah. Wow. Well. That's, All right. Have fun. That. <laughs> <laughs> that's like top of my list of things i don't think about like my the vet dog. said like you don't necessarily know like an enlarged and her lungs i guess were filled with fluid that probably i could have noticed her breathing more shallowly in the previous days uh-huh. but it's hard to tell with cats because yeah. cats aren't like they don't pant yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah 
Uh, you'd have to like really – and my cats didn't hang out close to me. Like they didn't sit in my lap or I never really got – they were always like arm's length. Hopi looks at you like she's suspicious. <laughs> yeah, Hopi like thinks I did time. something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're named Hopi and Maggie after Love and Rockets characters. You guys don't know it, but any 40-year-olds listening to the old <laughs> Love and Rockets comics, I named my cats after them. <laughs> cool. Uh, any questions or anything? Did you try and give them like cat – like s- – pills or anything did they sedatives or yeah uh i my vet told me not to do that for the flight because the altitude can sometimes already make their blood thin actually since one of them had a heart condition and i didn't know it at that time that was probably good advice yeah yeah that can just like you just have to let them suffer through it my cats actually were great on the plane that was my there were so many people they just like shut down yeah they were completely silent the whole trip huh um just because, and I, whenever anybody's over my apartment, they hide. So they were yeah. just kind of hiding inside their carriers. Wow. Once I got them in, it was basically fine. Also, if you're carrying two cat carriers through an airport, <laughs> uh, everyone gives you tons of room. <laughs> yeah, Nobody wants that. anything to do with you. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was like, if there's ever, I want to use it like in a movie or TV script sometimes. If someone has to walk through a crowded area and get everyone to move, just carry two empty cat carriers. <laughs> and everyone will just give you such a wide berth. Because <laughs> they're not exactly. Like, what animal's in there? Yeah, What's yeah. happening? Yeah. Whenever I bring Dre to the airport, it's like the opposite. Where it's like, I'm trying to get somewhere. And people are like, oh, your dog is so cute. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Is he? Out of carrier, out of a bag, and yeah, yeah. I, uh, I also, if you cats, you, you have to bring them through TSA. They have to search them. Do they even do the thing with your hands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had to go into a special room. I was like, we got to go to an enclosed room for me to take these cats out of here because <laughs> it might be an hour before I get them back in the bag. <laughs> oh my god! And so they got out and they were running around like crazy in oh this room, god. and me and the TSA agent are just trying to grab them, and he had to hold them. <laughs> oh my god! And search, and I was like, good luck, pal. <laughs> And he did this quick curse. He's just like, okay, put her back. Put her back in the back. <laughs> so terrorists, if you want to get a bomb on a plane, <laughs> put it in a cat. Lords and ladies of the Seven Kingdoms, I've brought you all together for a very, very important reason. I know we've been fighting amongst ourselves, Lannisters and Starks, but there is a bigger problem that we have to deal with. This army of the dead I've warned you about, you didn't want to listen, but winter is coming, and we have so many stray cats with no homes. It is a problem that we must all burden. We must find homes for all of these cats. Yes, we have to. There's nothing that's going to be a bigger threat to our society than these stray feral cats being outside during winter. My kingdom is built for battle, but we're pretty full up right now. You're telling me Dorne has room for no more cats? No more cats in Dorne. (coughs) We've got about every cat we can take. uh, My kingdom is also full, but we could foster for maybe like a couple of weeks, maybe a month, maybe a month. The Iron Islands is going to take some. For a month, I said. We're not going to keep them. Oh, these are not cats that are going to leave once I I bring them to you. we'll We'll put up notices, if you'd like, saying that there's cats. I'll Lord, retweet whatever you'd like. This is not helpful, Lord Martell. Lord Greyjoy, I need you to take it. When I say retweet, I mean you send me a message via a bird, and I'll send several <laughs> other birds with the same message right, out. Ravens, yes. well, I understand what you mean. I need you to take in as many cats as will fit in your hall. All right. Feed them. I'll keep take, them dry, I'll especially take, you. I'll take two. Two? I'll take two. 
That's more than anybody else has taken. How many? How many estimated are, are out there? Lord Greyjoy, you you have a whole set of islands. I, I should be able to bring you at least a thousand cats. Thousand? There's a thousand cats. There's, there are a hundred thousand cats. There's a hundred thousand cats. Yes, and and I hear rumor that more are coming across the narrow sea with the Dragon Queen. Right. We have to find a place for every single. One okay, of I'll cats. take a cat. All right, so I've got nine hundred. That's three. <laughs> three. <laughs> <sighs> I bet I heard. Um, I think Clarence might want a cat. Oh yeah, I Clarence heard that too. Yeah, Clarence wants a cat. Yeah, wants a cat. Did, are there any cute kittens among them though? Because no, he wants to all, raise them. No, they're all twelve years old. Oh. Every single one of these cats is twelve years old. That's right. Twelve years ago, there was that curse of <laughs> cat creation that made all of them. That's right. Look, Cersei, you're you're kind-hearted when it comes to your children. Does that extend to animals? <clears throat> kind-hearted. Yes, you, you love your, your sons and your daughter more than anything in this world. Can't you look into the eyes of a poor cat and see how it needs you like a mother the way your children do? I'll take the inbred cats, and that's all I offer. Okay, Cersei, we are... If you want to just tell everybody... Hmm? Is there you anything just, you want to tell us? If you want to just tell everybody about, about you and your brother, Jamie, I'll take the blonde cats. The blonde cats with the goofy eyes. Anything you have to say, though, like that you're obviously hinting at that maybe you just want to admit fully right now? We're fine with it. We don't. We, we all understand know. Mountain. <laughs> oh God! No! 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 Please! 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 please. We don't want to deal with the mountain, <laughs> Sir Gregor. <laughs> Look, I no, no, no. Do you want any cats, Sir Gregor? Oh. Hmm? I said I'd take a uh, ca- uh, cat. I'll take a. <laughs> <laughs> Who's who wants cats now? You want to get rid of cats? I'll take. I'll take a few cats. I guess I'll. I could have a, a couple. I'll take a couple dozen cats. I'll take a couple right, dozen. All right, we're making headway. Couple dozen cats. We're making headway. We cut to outside the wall in the middle of the woods. Brand's getting dragged across <laughs> the forest. Oh, door! <laughs> oh, he's back! <laughs> oh, spoiler alert! <laughs> uh, uh, stop! Stop! I'm getting something. I'm getting something. What is it? I hate when his eyes do this. <laughs> He's warging. His eyes glaze over. It's just uh, Brand, just in the middle of uh, Winterfell and everywhere. There's too many cats! <laughs> <laughs> what did you see? What did you see, Brand? Cats everywhere. That's all. That's it. What? That's all? That's all I saw. It was just cats. My brother, Chojin, died for you. And all you'd see is Cats? There were too many cats. It was a little silly. Uh, it's going to be a problem. What were they doing? Fucking. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> running around. Uh, jumping on people's laps that didn't want him to. It was a city of cats. Oh. Because of the city of cats. <laughs> Just looking for a place to sit down. Here, my dwarf. Okay, cat in my lap, cat in my lap. Okay. Lord Tyrion, up here. Yeah. Just cats mound up. Help! There's too many cats! He becomes buried by a pile of cats. He tries to breathe, he tries to poke his head up through, but it's no use. Suddenly out of the side comes a cat holding a sword and just starts decapitating two of the cats we become most emotionally attached to. Josh, you've been in this apartment too long. 
No, I haven't. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, you've been in here. You got to get out. I know. You know. I what thought a- you've been become too dependent on Postmates and just getting everything delivered to your house. Okay, so I don't think that's just, true. I think I've just been living smart. Like, why go outside if Postmates brings you everything? Was Josh, last, when yeah. was the last time that you went outside and had a conversation with a person who you didn't ask to come here through an app? Uh, well, geez, I got the mail. I got the mailman to come up here the other day, and I talked to him. That's not a social interaction. That Josh. is a social interaction. No, you Josh. scratched him. He's one of my. He tried to put something through the door. Your mail, Josh. He tried to give you your mail. Well, it was frightening, and it uh, it, it it jostled me, and I went out and I did scratch. What's up, Josh? Hey, God. Oh, oh my God, Josh! Hey, God, what the hell, Josh? You can't come from the bathroom. I was, you know, I was visiting you. I just was using your bathroom. Well, why'd you say hello again? A greeting. That's I'm weird. awkward. I'm awkward. I'm awkward. Sometimes if it's been a while and I'm in, I just re-say hello sometimes. Lots of people do it. Don't let him make you feel bad. He's obviously the person who's got a problem. We got to get him out of yeah. this apartment. We're just going to open the door and you're going to step outside. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> I think that's quite enough. No, get out from yeah. behind the oven. <laughs> Josh. <No. laughs> Josh. Josh is behind the oven. I'll open the drawer here. Come on. All right. Get over. Get over. Here, let go of my feet. I'm letting. I'm grabbing your feet really hard. Get out. Come here. I'm gonna cradle you in my arms. Come here. All right, there we go. There we go. Ow! Oh my God! Josh, Josh, I'm just gonna put my hand on the back of your head, okay? Just, I'm gonna put my hand on the back of your head, and it's now. Don't worry about it coming in front of it. Get him! Get him! I got his eyes closed. Put him in a sack. Sack. Uh, you're coming out. You were coming to a softball game, Mister. Right now, you were coming to a. So- oh, he's out like a light. Oh, it's out like a is light. He, is he playing possum, or do you think he's I really think he's out? Just shut down. Okay. Oh man. When do you, you guys? When do you think the last time was that he like touched a boob? I don't know. I have 37 games of words with friends going with him right now. He just <laughs> just lives in that phone. Don't enable him like that, man. I'm not sure that he's okay in there. Maybe I should just peek. No, don't. Okay. If you if you get him, Jake. let him out. We're never going to get him back in. Jake. Don't, Jake. It's just. Oh, oh my God, Jake! Your eyes! Oh my God! Josh Simpson, cut your eyes out! Oh, he ate oh them. Oh my he God! Eyes. Now he can see what? what you see. Now he can see what you're supposed to have seen. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! God, Jake, you have no eyes. Oh, oh Josh is running down the hall. I gotta get him. Josh, wait, wait, wait! He's outside. He's outside, and he doesn't even—he's not freaking out. Because he has no options. He's totally. Also, Jake has no eyes. Oh, he's out of the window. Oh, my God. Oh, he's back. He's, he's, he's angry. He's hunting. Help, help. Oh, my God. Uh, he's ordering something. Oh, no, no, Josh. Can you, at, can you at least call 911 about swords and guns? Oh, that come on. Oh, no. no. You can't use Postmates to get swords. Yes, that can. won't work. No, that won't work. I don't think that'll work. Give me your phone. Give me your phone. Can we cut to the Postmates corporate office? Guys, um, I I thought this was clear, but I'm going to just say it again as plainly as I can. We do not deliver weapons, okay? If someone sends you a request for a sword or a gun, I want you to say no. All right, well then, I want you to... Uh, check out the Second Amendment because I'm someone wants a gun. I'm gonna go buy him a gun. All right. This is. Do you do you honestly not understand how you going and getting a gun and bringing it to someone else is dangerous? They're doing a background check on you, not no. that person. Can I just clarify what you mean by gun? 
anything that fires a projectile mm-hmm. at a rate faster than you could throw it with your arm. Mm. So slingshot counts as a gun in your mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yes. You, you know what? Yes, yes. I think it does. I think it could take out an eye, and I don't want you guys delivering anything that could take out an eye. Slingshots, our third slingshots. most popular item. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This place is going to go under if we can't deliver <laughs> slingshots. Look, I am. I would rather have this company go completely under than be a purveyor of dangerous items to God knows who. You're not checking on who these people are, whether or not they're approved to have weapons. Okay, what counts as a sword or a knife? Anything that is sharper, uh, sharp enough to cut someone deeper than your fingernail could. Does a dagger count? Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that. Two daggers and yeah, two daggers and no, no blades, nothing that can draw blood. How about that? What about train dynamite? Train dynamite, like TNT, like old timey TNT. Yeah, that's don't our deliver second it. Second most popular. You know item. what? Actually, if you if you can actually find, I know it's our second most popular request, but if you can actually find some train dynamite, I got a whole bunch of train dynamite. Where did you get train dynamite? From the trains. Okay, you know what? what How about our seventh most popular item? Nitroglycerin. No, I made it. You're making your own nitroglycerin. Ooh, I'll yeah. take some right I'm gonna, ha- guys, guys, no, don't you dare, don't you, Jake. don't you walk it across the room, don't you, you walk go. that nitroglycerin, nitroglycerin across the room. Will? All right, you know what? Tip. I'm gonna. I have to. I gotta <laughs> call you. the government about you now. Why? You, you just admitted to making your own nitroglycerin. Don't be lame. Don't be lame. It's Postmates. This is. A don't be chill. Be chill. Be cool about it's it. It's not unionized. It's not unionized. I know it's not unionized. Keep that, it loose. I do want to keep it loose. I want you guys to be able to get tips that you know whatever these people want. But Postmates is meant to bring people sandwiches, to bring moms groceries when they can't get out of the house when right, their right. kids are okay, sick. Okay. Okay. I think you're making some good points. How about Thank you. landmines? No, you can't bring someone a landmine. Can we jerk off a lifeguard? Can we? I mean. <laughs> Did if someone order a jerk off to the beach? This guy Dale ordered us to come jerk off a lifeguard. I mean, that's between you and Dale. If you want to, I don't see how anyone could get injured by you jerking off a lifeguard at the beach. So I don't have a problem with that. He wants me to use a sword. Then no. <laughs> I, how would you use a sword while jerking off? He wants I guess you to like the flat side of it. <laughs> he wants you to use the sword on his dick, yeah, not just like hold it or brandish it. it. Yeah, some people like to get uh, lucky to light a stick of train dynamite and then shoot at it while you're jerking them off. Okay, no no weapons, whether it's involved in Anvils. some kind of mass Are you handing it or dropping it on their head? I'm handing it over. What the coyote does with it is his No business. anvils. <laughs> no anvils then. <laughs> Okay, guys, have fun at the have fun at the Fourth uh, of July picnic. Uh, let me know what you want. I'm going to start grilling up. Uh, and also, just a small little thing. Uh, my wolf uh, Rodney, uh, he's going to stay tied to the swing set, and um, he is uh, he's pretty friendly. But I wouldn't I wouldn't say I wouldn't advise you to talk to him. All right, let's have a great. When time. you say when you say wolf, he's he's an Look actual. Oh my. Josh, where'd you get a wolf? You can't have that at the park. That's so dangerous. I sure can have it in the park. I've caught it in the park. You, you caught what? that wolf? Yeah, I caught it. I, I caught the wolf, and now I'm taming the wolf, and it's my wolf. So. What, did you come out here with raw meat and, a, and like, a noose on a stick and those things that animal control has? How did you get, catch a wolf? You nailed it. That's what you did? <laughs> raw meat and noose on a stick. Did you get it spayed or neutered? Uh, I did get it. Well... Well, I did try to get it spayed. What do you mean? I took it to the vet. 
We cut to that. <laughs> sir, excuse me, sir, get that out of here now. Uh, this is classic. Sir, get that Anything out of here <laughs> right now. You can't walk in here with a... It ain't my bunny! Uh, it's well, a major predator in a... It's up on way the Way to bring food. wolf food to a veterinarian's <laughs> office. That's just silly. Get that wolf out of the vets right now. That's discriminatory. What did you bring it here for? To get it spayed. I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> Let me in there. Let me. In. I'm gonna do it right now. I'm gonna do it fast. I'm gonna do it fast. And you're gonna get it out of here. Let me see its balls. I can't do it. I can't do it. Get it out. His balls were too thick. His balls were too thick. Get him out. Well, it, now it's excited. <laughs> That's your problem, pal. That's God your problem. That's why I needed to get it taken care of. It's, it's, it's sexually excited. Got back to the party. Yeah, so it's horny. Uh, it's full. You brought a horny wolf and to the party. And you tied it to a swing set where the kids want to go? Well, where else am I going to tie it? The shed? I have grill well, stuff in there. You have what? Grill what? stuff in the shed? Grill and grill. Oh. <laughs> I got my, my collections and I have grill stuff. Just, Don't ask. It's a Excuse shed. Excuse me, sir. Is that a wolf you have here? I'm a ranger of the park here. Uh, yeah. Gonna have to ask you to bring it over to the wolf run. Can't have the wolf just loose. You can you, you can to... be holding it on a leash. Are you gonna bring it over to the wolf run? You see over there the wolf where all the wolves are running around. In yeah, the, I see them. But their right. owners that you can let them run around there. <laughs> Hold them on a leash yourself. You got to bring them out of the park, sir. Uh, can I just ask how long have you guys had a wolf run at this park? Two days. <laughs> uh, I, has anyone gotten hurt? It well, just a, a lot of people with exotic pets have been complaining. We got a wolf run over there. We got a chicken coop over there. We got a falconry. Field. Oh, you have a falconry field? (laughs) (laughs) I'll see you guys later. (laughs) We've got a paramecium dish right here for people to bring their paramecium's. I appreciate everything you've done with the park. Thank you. Uh, I do wish that the wolves trust me with my own wolf because now I have to. How am I going to grill it? Whatever. Somebody else can take over the grill. Oh, yeah, you. I can do it. Of course, oh, you found a way to grill again. <laughs> Jake's always grilling. Yeah, just take this apron off of you. Oh, come on. Now who's getting kissed? <laughs> uh, oh, uh, excuse me, Ranger. Yeah, uh, my falcon got into the chicken coop. God damn it! It's a, it's a mess. I'm sorry. That is insulting. That is insulting to the. Oh, you're grilling now. I guess I gotta kiss you. Yeah. Um, hey. <laughs> that is my. <laughs> <laughs> we cut it out. I'm wearing the chef's well, just, apron. He's got the apron. It says "kiss the chef." That's my apron. You bought it for me. I know, but you know, I gotta do what the apron says. There's no, no chickens don't. left in here. There's no <laughs> chickens left. <clears throat> that one falcon ate all the chickens. Ate and or murdered. It's murdered. I don't think he ate any of them. <laughs> Jake flipped the apron around and wrote, suck my balls on it. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I'll do it. I'll do it. Park Ranger here. Yum, yum, right. yum, 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 Oh, God. There's, my wolf is loose. Oh, oh God. Oh, oh. Don't smoke weed in the pot. <laughs> Sorry, man. I got stoned, brother. <laughs> we cut to days, weeks later. Uh, uh, James Bond and the Queen are on a helicopter. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Mom, I really wish you would stop coming on these missions with me. I just want to make sure you're doing your job. It's just it's so dangerous. I once met the Rolling Stones. <laughs> I, d- I know you did. You've told me the story many times. Look, Jagger was so cute. And charming, Mom. I'm I'm going in to infiltrate this this 
animal disaster that they're having in America. You really should just be in... Take me, take me. I will ride on your neck. <laughs> that was just be... I, I only let you ride on my back because it was rocky and Too I didn't late, want you to come. I, you. I, I order hope, you. Oh, I God. order you my subject. Mom, this is not an appropriate relationship. Let's go. Mom, we, sh- we shouldn't hang out this much anymore. Thank you so much for playing yeah, with us. Thank you. Thanks for having you. us. Uh, let's get, I'll give you the chance now to plug whatever you like. Uh, Will, I have a feeling I know what you're going to plug here. Uh, My Twitter account. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you have a new book. Yeah, I just wrote a book on improv. Uh, it's very good. Yeah, it's great. How to be the greatest improviser on earth. Because I like overpromising. <laughs> yeah, right now it's only for sale on my website, improvnonsense.com. It'll be on Amazon in August if you refuse other <laughs> methods of book buying. Yeah. Or you can buy it at the UCB, too. There's also the training center. Lots of good nuggets on improvnonsense.com, too. Yeah, uh, I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will's great. The book is great. The blog is great. I'm Thank sure you. you'll love it. Uh, <laughs> so check that out. Uh, Jen, what would you like to... Um, Will, did you actually want to say your Twitter before I do my plugs? W-Y-L-L-H-I-N-E-S. Uh, my Twitter's Hooray Jen H-O-O-R-A-Y-Jen J-E-N um, What should I plug? Uh, Jake and Josh and I do a show called Copycat uh, mm-hmm. once a month at UCB Franklin where we um, try to another improv team does a set and then we try to do the exact same set uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, so come check the that out and then Thursday? the second Thursday, second Thursday of the month, month at UCB Franklin at 7 mm-hmm. um, and then on Friday nights uh, if you're in LA come to the clubhouse to see the Manifesto show which I've been hosting with Dave Christensen for four years. Uh, it's a great indie improv great show. Great indie show. Great indie show. We've done it. Yeah. Many yeah, times. Yeah. I, I love it myself. <laughs> yeah, John Lennon loves it. <laughs> the ghost of John Lennon does my show at least once a month. <laughs> That's uh, reason enough to go. <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh, check out We're Gross with Gilly the third Thursday of the month, 930 UCB Franklin. Awesome. Uh, wake up with Jacob on Twitter, right? Yep, yep. I'm at Mr. Josh Simpson on Twitter. Um, I have a short film I made called Try Hard, the Rex Derby Story. That remains pinned to the top of my page. Go ahead, watch it. It's pretty good for being made for $500. Uh, 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 cool. Uh, the Media Improv is on Facebook. You can like us there. If you like the show, please rate us and review us in the store. It helps us get more listeners. Uh, you can also email themeetimprov at gmail.com if you want to share a story or if you want Jake and I to come to your town and teach you a workshop and do a show. We'd love to do that. We got some bites. Mm. We got some bites. Uh, so hopefully we'll do- be doing that soon. Thank you so much for listening. Our theme music is by State Bird. It's called Talking Real Shit. Uh, we'll see you next time on The Meat. Meat. Improv. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.